Well, did you meet anybody new during the moments of fellowship? Did you meet anybody new? We, we are creatures of habit. We sit in the same place. We speak to the same people. We do the same things. Should I just go ahead and upset your apple cart? Some say yes, some say no. All right, I'm going to let you stay in your same seats today. <clears throat> oh, some of you want to move. Okay, everybody stand up. Stand up. I'm not going to ask you to move. I told you I wasn't going to, so I'm not going to ask you to move. But I, but I want you to know it's okay to shift every now and then. There's a shifting in the atmosphere. There's a breaking in my favor. And we need Him every hour, every moment of every day. Let's just take a moment right now. If you're a guest with us, we're so honored to have you today. Thank you for coming to be with us, to visit with us. We pray God's blessings on you. We've been praying for you. And we pray that these moments will be life-changing. Regular church family, we've been praying for you. And we're praying that these moments will be life-changing for you as well. I want us just to lift our voices to Him right now. Let's just thank Him for his faithfulness with chaos in the earth with war looming in several places with economic upheaval government chaos here and around the world Jesus has this he's got this no matter what happens we're gonna be all right there may be storms there may be persecution there may be problems and challenges, but in the midst of all of that, I read the last page and we win. Everything is going to be all right. Do you believe it? Somebody say, go forward. Let's just lift our voices to him. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you today for your presence, for your anointing, for who you are, for what you're doing. We give you praise. We bless you today. We thank you for miracles. We thank you for the gifts flowing in this house. We thank you for words of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of prophecy, gift of miracles. We thank you, Lord, that they flow in this house on a regular basis. We thank you, Lord, for every person that is here, every man, woman, boy, and girl. We give you thanks. We honor you, Lord, for each one of them. We thank you for your blessings and favor on this house and on the people of this house. We thank you for those that are watching online today or those that will watch later by TV or by the stream around the world. We give you thanks for them. We pray your blessings on them. 
We plead the blood of Jesus over every person here today. I speak blessing in Jesus' name. We break assignments. We come against every attack. We come against every stronghold of the enemy. We come against every spirit of fear. We break the back of fear. We break the back of trouble in Jesus' name. We come against every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of sickness. We break it in Jesus' name. We declare your word of healing that by your stripes we are healed. We declare that today in Jesus' name. We receive it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We lift up your name. We praise your name. We honor you, Lord. We thank you, mighty God. You are a miracle worker. You are a healer. You're everything. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord just dropped this in my spirit. I sprang it on them, but they're good sports. I need Every hour. Every hour, every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me. Bless me now. Oh, thank you, Lord. I come, I come to thee. I need Come on, soak it in. Soak up his presence. Let him saturate your soul right now. Let him baptize you fresh. Press in. Press in. Press in. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Every hour. Every hour of every day.
Or he's helping somebody right now. To hallelujah. 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 We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. There's nothing like His presence. There's nothing like His anointing. There's nothing like His peace. Especially in the midst of a storm. Has anybody been through any storms lately? If you've been through a storm in the last six months, let me see your hand. I just need to be sure I'm at the right place. In 2006, the Lord gave me this message. Don't quit, LeBron. That's, I like that. In 2006, he gave me this message on Go Forward. You've seen some of the banners around the building. And I preached it again in 2011. And typically, I, I have something new and fresh every Sunday. I don't just dig up old stuff to preach, even though we sing some of the same songs more than once. You know, I, I thought I'd get, get at least one amen right there. <laughs> but several weeks ago, the Lord began stirring in my spirit and I just kind of put it off and ignored it, but I, I couldn't get away from this scripture and this message for today. And Pastor Reed is so gracious to always do the slides and everything for me. And so I talked to her about it and she started working on it and, and was going to rewrite it in a whole different way. And I came back and I said, I'm sorry, I, I, I've got to preach this message it may be for one person, I don't know. I haven't preached this. Now, I do say the phrase a lot of times, go forward. Everything about you was built to go forward. Anybody heard me say that? But I haven't preached this message since 2011. And I just feel like that we needed to revisit it today. You know, most of us at some time in our life, we run into walls that try to stop us. We have crises, we have challenges, we have frustrations. Somebody does us wrong, somebody betrays us, somebody lies on us. Somebody does us wrong in a business deal. Somebody in our own family turns on us can't get any amens in here <clears throat> we have challenges that cause us sometimes to stop and even want to go back go back in the other direction and the enemy is is a master at trying to get us distracted and get us off course and so we'll go down this road for a while or go down this road for a while, or go this way for a while. 
And he, he offers us options that are not God's plan for us, that are not God's purpose. See, you see, God has a plan for your life, a purpose. You have a destiny. I like to say it like this. God has a devil-conquering destiny for you. And many people are not walking out their destiny. They're not walking out their purpose. They're, maybe they're existing. They're going through some of the motions. But, but God has a lot for us. And, and he intends on us going forward. That's God's plan. However, some of us have gotten pretty good at going backwards. We, we walk backwards, but... You can get tripped up going backwards unless you have eyes in the back of your head. And the last time I checked, I haven't seen one person with one or two eyes in the back of their head yet. I know sometimes we think moms have eyes in the back of their heads, but it's not eyes, it's, it's Holy Ghost discernment. They don't even have to turn around and look. They know. They just know. It's the Holy Ghost. But in spite of the fact that we were built to go forward, a lot of people, they, they spend their time going backwards. Sometimes they glance back, but they just go backwards. It's not biblical. It's not scripture. I'm going to show you that in a moment. When I had my first job a few years ago, I was, I was 12 years old. Like I said, it's just been a few years ago. And I worked at a farmer's market. I worked 12 hours a day, six days a week, and I went and worked a half a day after church on Sunday. And I made a grand total of 50 cents an hour. That gives you some idea how long ago it's been. <laughs> Pastor Rita says I shouldn't say stuff like that because you'll think I'm old. I think I look pretty good for 130. <laughs> but I remember on that job, I worked at the farmer's market, and I worked in a retail stall facility they had there. They had different stalls, and they had several retail uh, vendors that sold produce. And up at one end of the market, there was the auction block where farmers would bring their, their crops and people, the, the vendors especially, would come and they would buy it. People from the supermarkets would come. And so my boss, the owner of the business, kept his green pickup truck parked right on the side, almost on the front, but right on the side of the building. We had the, an end unit. And when the market would start every day, I knew about what time it was because he would go out, get in his truck, throw it in reverse, put his hand up on the seat and look back over his shoulder and he would drive backwards to the other end of the market about a quarter of a mile and I used to ask him why do you do that he said well it's just convenient the car's already there I just back up there and then I drive back down here you know and and that old pickup truck it only had three gears going forward but it only had one going back In, in most vehicles, we have a windshield that's big, so you can see where you're going. And then you have this little thing 
about this big that's called a rearview mirror for looking back. Because you're not supposed to spend all your time looking backwards. And even if you have to retreat sometimes before you can advance, he wants us to go forward. Scripture, please. Jeremiah, there it is. Chapter 7, verse 23 and 24. This is what God commanded. This is what I commanded, he said. Obey my voice. I will be your God, and you shall be my people. Walk. Everybody say walk. Walk in the ways that I have commanded you to walk, he's saying. That it may be well with you. So God wants us to walk. That indicates that he wants us to move. He doesn't want us to stay in one place. We shouldn't become stagnant in our journey, in our relationship with him on this journey we call life. He says, I want you to walk. He said, I want you to obey the commands that I have commanded you. And I want you to walk in the ways that I've told you to go so that it will be well with you. Look at somebody and say, it is well. If I could sing like Adam and Olivia, I would sing, it is well with my soul. I can't, so I won't right now. But he said, I want you to walk the way I've told you to walk so that it will be well with you, so things will go right, so things will go better, so things will be well with you. Yet, the children of Israel he's talking to, they did not obey or incline their ear but they followed the counsels and the dictates of their evil hearts. And because of all of that, they went backward and not forward. Wow. Forward. Forward is what it's about today. Even though you may have run into a wall, even though you may have stopped, even though you may have reason to stop, even if it's so bad that you thought that maybe you not only should stop, but you should, you should stop, you should quit, you should give up even trying to go. Or maybe it was so bad you just decided to go backwards, to turn around, to go where you had been because maybe it was better where you came from than where you are right now on your life journey. But you can't go back. The past is behind us. And anytime you try to go backwards, anytime you try to go back to an old season, to an old situation, it won't even be the same if you go back. Because life is spelled C-H-A-N-G-E. Life is change. Life is changing. Life is moving. Life is active. And so we can't go back. Enjoy the moments that you are in while you're in the moment. So many people can't enjoy life because they're, they're over here or over there or thinking ahead or thinking about what happened. Be in the moment. This moment will end soon enough. It'll be over before you know it. So take advantage of the moment. Take advantage of while you are in the moment. Worship Him in the moment. Live in the moment. Be in relationship with your family and friends. Connect in the moment. Be in the moment. I don't understand why people can't be in the moment. They'll be in the room, but they're not in the moment. 
These things have become so dominant in our life. We can't be in the moment because we're in this. These are tools. Thank God for the tool that it is. I'll just leave it there as a reminder to you that we need to be in the moment. Because we don't leave the house without those. We don't go anywhere without those. Y'all know it's the truth. But God wants us to be in the moment. We need to be in the moment, connect in the moment with those that are around us. The person that you are living your life with is more important than what's on that. It has become a huge distraction. God wants us to go forward. Go forward because you are built that way. Could I have a couple of volunteers? Tony, thank you. Rick White, thank you. Beaver, thank you. That's enough. I got enough. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you all to get up on this platform. No, I want you to walk up there backwards. I don't want you to walk forward. I want you to walk backwards. And just for a moment or so, I want you all just to walk around backwards. Everything about you was built to go forward. As you notice these guys walking backwards. Everything about you was built to go forward. If if you look at your body, the way you are built, your feet go out forward in front of you. Because when you walk, you balance on your feet and they're in front of you. Your knees actually bend forward. So that when you're walking, it's easier. Your arms are on your body and they're not back here like this. When you encounter somebody, if you're walking backwards, and you encounter somebody, it would be difficult to fight them like this or to shake their hand like that or to wave at them like that because your arms are on the front of your body. Your hands are on the front of your body. Your face is on the front of your head. It's not back here. You don't have eyes in the back of your head. Your face is on the front of your head. And your mouth is on the front of your face so that when you're talking to somebody, when you're communicating with somebody, you are engaging the person in front of you because your face, your mouth is on the front of your head. Your eyes are on the front of your face so you can see where you're going. And even though they're walking backwards and they're doing pretty good at it, they're still glancing over their shoulder. Why don't y'all make it a little more challenging? Maybe go up the steps and down the steps backward while you're doing that. I don't want you to fall and get hurt. And so you see, you can go backwards. You can walk backwards. You can do some things back, but it's not natural. You didn't hear me. I said it's not natural. It's not the natural way. It's not even the easiest way. It's more difficult. You have to be more careful because you'll hurt yourself. I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking, well, that's not exactly what he meant. He wasn't saying they turned around and walked backwards. He said they went back where they came from. Oh, is that it? Uh Uh-huh. Well, then you ought to know what's behind you because you already came through there. 
you already know what you encountered back there. You already know the trouble. Why would you want to go back and do, redo some of those things? Oh, I know, you'd like to have a redo on some things that didn't go so well. You'd like to go back and redo them. But that is not possible. That does not happen. You were built to go forward. Your ears are cupped to hear what's in front of you. Can you hear some things behind you or beside you? Yes. That is the beauty of the ear that God has given to us. That he has created so we can hear and then talk and communicate with somebody. But they are cupped in such a way that they capture the sounds that are coming toward you. Coming what is in, hear, they hear what is in front of you when you are engaging with somebody in front of you. When you meet someone, you shake their hand. Or if it is an attack, then you defend yourself. But you do that in a way that keeps you moving forward. Exodus chapter 14. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. And you will hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Isn't it silly for these guys to walk backwards? I hope you get the point. I hope you see. It's silly. Now, one of you start walking forward. I don't care which. He was ready to go forward. Doesn't that make more sense? Isn't it easier? Can the one going forward overtake the one going backwards faster? See, when you go forward, you can, you can fly. You can run, you can jump, you can fly. Everything about you was built to go forward. Thank you, guys. You may be seated. So here's what, here's what I want you to get very quickly. Number one, you were built to go forward. Everybody say forward. forward. Everything about your body was built to go forward. Your ankles, your feet, your knees. The toes are on the front of your foot. What if your toes were back there on your heel? It just doesn't make sense. Everything about you was built to go forward. So here's what I want you to get. Yes, there are battles, there are storms, there are challenges, there is chaos. There are things that happen in our life that cause us to want to stop. Sometimes we hit a brick wall. We, we come to a place that we feel like we need to stop. We need to regroup. We can't go forward anymore. And those are the times the enemy attacks you. He wants you to go back. He wants to convince you that it was better where you came from, that another situation, another time, another era was better. And even though there may be some seasons in your past that were great, you were still built to go forward no matter what. So don't, don't start going backwards. If you have to stop for a moment to retreat, to gather your senses, to gather yourself, to strategize, that's okay. If you have to retreat a moment just to advance with the thought of advancing. Maybe you started down the wrong road and the only way to get back on the right road is to retrace your steps slightly and then get back on the right road. That's okay. 
But turning around and going in the other direction because you want to quit or give up or throw in the towel or you're tired of life or you're tired of the circumstances or you're tired of the battle, that's not the way it works. You were built to go forward. And God told Moses to tell the children of Israel in Exodus 14, tell the children of Israel to go forward because they were going backwards. So everything about you was built to go forward. So we need to go forward because we were built to go forward. And then we go forward because others don't always go forward. Because there are some folks that will go backwards. We need to go forward even when others don't. We need to be the example. We are warriors. We are sons and daughters of God. We are the children of God. He has created us to go forward, and He wants us to set the pattern. He wants us to be the example. He wants us to be the model. He wants us to be mentors. He wants us to help others. He wants us to lead others. So we go forward even when others don't. Two examples. Simon Peter messed up. Anybody here messed up? Let me see if, I've ever ta- if I'm talking to the right crowd. You've messed up before. You made mistakes. You royally blew it. I have. Simon Peter did. Jesus looked at him, and Simon Peter was was talking about how loyal he was and how how he was always going to do what was right for Jesus. He loved Jesus so much, and Jesus said, before the cock crows, you'll deny me three times. Simon Peter said, oh, no, not me. But it happened. He betrayed. He denied Jesus. Three times he denied Jesus. I don't know him. They said, aren't you the one that was with Jesus? Oh, I don't know him. Liar. But he got back on track. That was in Luke 22. In Luke 24, the rooster crowed. He was caught and he realized, he remembered what Jesus had said. But in Acts chapter 2, He had worked it out, and he was there on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost was poured out, when Jesus said, Go and tarry and wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And he was there on that day, and there were 120, the Bible says, in the upper room, and the Holy Spirit was poured out, and they all were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues and in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave the utterance. And then they started walking down the steps and outside from that upper room. And the local people said, what is this? We're hearing all these people that are from other places speaking in our language, speaking in our tongues. What is this? What could this be? And Simon Peter stood up to preach. And he said this, this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. In the Old Testament, in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, he said, They may be drunk, but they are not drunk as you suppose, seeing that it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. He said, This is that. This is that prophetic word. This is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And he preached. He turned it around. He went backwards for a moment, but he turned it around, and he got on the right track in the right direction, doing what God had called caused him to do, or called him to do. Judas, on the other hand, was among the 12. He was among the 12 disciples. I mean, can you you imagine this? Can you think about this? He was one of the chosen 12. And he quit. He quit. 
He betrayed Jesus. You know the story. He sold him out for 30 pieces of silver. And then he regretted it. But he didn't go forward. He could have turned it around. Jesus would have forgiven him. So you have two men, both of them messed up. One decided to work it out and to go forward. The other one gave up. He went backwards. So we need to go forward even when others don't. We need to go further, forward when we feel like stopping. Because we've all felt like stopping. Thank you for those three amens. I said we have all felt like stopping. Some of you this week. Some of us this month. Some of us certainly this year. We're just a few months into the new year. And all of us have faced challenges and frustrations and situations where we just, I'll just give it up. I'll just quit. We've all felt that. Philippians 3, though, verses 12 and th through 14, he said, Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on this one thing i do i press on i forget those things which are behind and i reach forward i go forward i push forward I, I i do everything i can to go forward i look forward i reach forward i press forward i think about forward i dream about going forward i press forward to those things which are ahead of me and i press toward the goal i press toward the mark i press toward the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus the upward call and the forward call he has called us to go forward he has called us to go higher he has called us to go forward and everything about you every fiber of your being every part of your body was built it was created to go forward and not backwards you don't part your hair in the back, so when you see somebody, they go, oh, what a nice hair part. <laughs> Matter of fact, some of you never look at the back of your head. You ought to look in the mirror sometime. <laughs> you spend all the time looking at the front. But we are to go forward. Even when we feel like stopping. Even when we hit a wall and it stops us, we can make excuses. We can say, well, I can't go forward. I wanted to, but this wall has stopped me. This wall has hindered me. This obstacle has gotten in my path. This mountain is bigger than me, and I, I can't go forward anymore. Oh, really? I read over there in Mark where he said, if you will speak to your mountain... If you will speak to your wall, if you will talk to your circumstances and say to your mountain, be moved and be cast into the sea, the mountain has to move. God has given you all the equipment. God has given you everything you need to go forward. Even when you feel like stopping, even when you hit a wall, he has created within you the power to speak to your mountain and say to the mountain, move, get out of my way, back up. I'm going forward. I'm going over. I'm going through. I'm going around, but you will not stop me. Oh, mountain, why will you not bow? You have to bow in Jesus' name. So go forward when you feel like stopping. 
go forward when you really want to go backwards. In Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41, Jesus said to his disciples, he had been ministering all day. He had ministered to a multitude. He needed to rest. He said to the disciples, let's get in the boat. He was at the Sea of Galilee. He said this, let us pass over to the other side. What did he say? Let us go to the other side. Let us cross over. Let us pass over. We're going to go from this side to the other side. Let us get in the boat. Let us pass over to the other side. Do you think that Jesus, who is God in the flesh, who is omniscient, who knows all things, who's omnipotent, who has all power, who's omnipresent, he's everywhere at one time, do you think that same Jesus knew that there was going to be a storm when he said to them, let us pass over to the other side? Do you think the storm caught him by surprise? Do you think it caught him off guard? He laid down and he went to sleep. Do you think that while he was sleeping, the, snow, the storm slipped up on him? It crept up on him, and he was not aware of the storm? Do you think that really happened? No. When Jesus said to the disciples, let us pass over to the other side, he intended to go from this side to the other side. He knew that they would reach the other side. He also knew that somewhere along the way, on the journey, in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, a storm would arise. He knew that the disciples would be afraid. He knew that the storm would be enough to, to cause veteran sailors to be scared. Yet he laid down and went to sleep. Because he had said, let us pass over to the other side. We are going to the other side. We plan on being on the other side. Nothing will stop us. No storm will stop us. Nothing will keep us from reaching the other side. Let us go to the other side. And he took a nap. And when the storm came, disciples that had been, on, been in storms before, been on the sea before, been on the lake before, they had seen waves and they had heard thunder and lightning and all of those things. They were afraid and they finally woke him up and said, Jesus, Master, don't you care that we perish? You know what his first response to them was? How is it that you have no faith? Why are you afraid? How, how can you possibly be afraid of a storm? Look at somebody and say, storms are temporary. Storms don't last forever. Oh, I need to say it again. Storms don't last forever. Have you ever seen a storm last forever? How old are you? Has there been a storm your entire life? No, storms don't last forever. Storms are temporary detours. Storms come and go. Storms don't stay. Storms don't last. Storms, some are little, some are large, but they do not last forever. Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side. So they wake him up. They're afraid. So Jesus got up and said, how is it that you have no faith? So then he arose, he rebuked the wind, and he said to the sea. Now doesn't that sound crazy for you religious folks? Jesus starts talking to the sea. 
I was talking a moment ago about talking to your mountain. Well, here's an example. Jesus starts talking to the storm. He starts talking to the water, the sea. He got up. He rebuked the wind. So he's talking to the wind. Calm down, wind. See, when, when these tornadoes come around here, are you all afraid or do you go on your back porch and say, shh, shh. You have no right here. You, know, you have no legal right here, according to the Word of God. You have no legal authority to come in here and blow my house down. In Jesus' name, shh, shh, shh. In, in Jesus' name, shh. Be quiet, storm. Go around. Well, somebody said, that's crazy talk. Well, just talk to Jesus about it, because that's what he did. He rebuked the wind, and he spoke to the sea. He said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to his disciples, now why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, what kind of man is this? Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now I heard what you said. Well, somebody said, well... He is the Son of God. He can do that. Oh, you didn't, you didn't read in Ephesians where he said, Be imitators of Christ, just like children. How many have children that imitate you? You folks that dedicated your children today. Did the children, I mean, I look at them and some of them look just like you. You cannot deny them. And I would venture to say that the behavior is mocking you. What they do, they've seen you do. What they say, they've heard you say. It's happened in our house. I told you Brittany used to go, no, 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 no. Because I was like, no, don't do that. No, Brittany, don't do that. No. So she comes around, no, 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 no. What, what kind of man is this that even... The winds and the waves obey. So when you want to go back because of the storm, don't go backwards. Speak to the storm. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the circumstances. Take the authority that God has given you. Take the authority that God has given you and go forward. Genesis 1, 26 through 28. You can write it down. And God said, let us make man in our own image. And he did. And he said, let them have dominion over the birds of the air, the beasts of the field, the fish of the sea, over every living thing. Let them have dominion and subdue. How do you do that unless you talk to the sea and you talk to the storm and you talk to the situation? You get sick in your body, talk to your body and say, body, line up in Jesus' name. You are healed by the word of Jesus. You are healed by the blood of Jesus. You cannot stay in this situation. We're working some miracles out right now. God's doing miracles right now. We prayed for several in the last few days and weeks, and I've seen them happen. Some of them are almost completely done right now. We'll tell you about them in a few days, but God is a miracle worker. We see it on a regular basis. Go forward even when you want to go back. And then you need to go forward because there's some folks depending on you. There's some folks that are watching you. There's some folks that need your example. They need your mentorship. They need your spiritual guidance. They need spiritual covering. They need the covering in this house. They need the covering over their life. 
We need to go forward because others are depending on us. Anybody can quit. Anybody can go back. But God's kids go forward. Matthew 26. Jesus went a little farther. And he fell on his face. And he prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Not my will, but let your will be done. These were words that he spoke in the garden just before he was crucified. He asked his disciples to come and pray with him. And he prayed and they went to sleep. And he woke them up and he said, could you not pray with me just one hour? They didn't even realize what was coming. Even though he had spoken it, even though he had prophesied it, he had told them, destroy this body and in three days I will raise it up. Destroy this temple in three days I will raise it up. They weren't even getting it, some of them. But he prayed, Father, I'm here. I know what my assignment is. I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm willing, but not my will. Let your will be done. If I have to do this, he said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. If it's possible, let me do something else. But he, even though he could have turned around and gone backwards, even though he had free will, because we all have free will, he could have stopped. He could have not gone forward. But he couldn't. Because he knew what he had to do. Look at somebody and say, always do the right thing. Always do the right thing. People are depending on you. People are watching you. Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we have regrets. But if you'll keep pressing forward, I promise you, God will strengthen you. He will help you. The first scripture I put up there said, He will fight your battle. It's not our battle. It's the Lord's battle. It's our victory. And if you will let him fight the battle for you, if you'll just keep moving forward, if you'll just do what you're supposed to do, go forward and don't go backwards. Because everything about you was built to go forward. Everything. Everything. Every fiber of your being was created by God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, is what the Bible says. Before you were ever formed, before you were ever even a thought, He knew you in your, before you were formed in your mother's womb, He knew you. And He created you with a plan in mind to go forward. Today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, no matter what you face, no matter what happens in the earth, we were created to go forward and I declare in decree today the anointing and the strength and the tenacity or whatever you need to go forward when challenges come when frustrations come when anger comes when distractions come whatever the bling bling that tries to get you off course and off path in the name of Jesus I declare you are anointed to go forward you are empowered to go forward you are equipped to go forward everything about you everything that you need to fulfill your purpose and your destiny he has already deposited in you to go forward 
Let it come out. Let it rise. Give birth to your destiny. Give birth to your purpose. Give birth to what God has created you to do. Don't quit. Don't go backwards. Don't give up. But go forward because everything about you was built to go forward. Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you for those that are here today in this room. I thank you for those that are watching online right now. I pray for them. I pray for those that will watch later by television or later by the stream. In the name of Jesus, I pray for them. I pray for their protection, for their covering. I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for their destiny to be fulfilled. In Jesus' name. We break the assignments. We come against every spirit of fear and doubt, every distraction. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood of Jesus right now. Now, Lord, we just lift up your name. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for the warriors in this house. Thank you for remnant believers that stand no matter what. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus.